Previously on Gutter Trash. I was almost going to call you an infidel. That made no sense at all. <laughs> you swine. <laughs> Schweinhund. Schweinhund. See, I, a thousand people there. Yeah, but it was like... Half it, of them gay. <laughs> yeah, but it was like... The other half in sweatpants. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, if you're not gay, you're probably wearing And then sweatpants. the third half... Hot chicks. Yeah, and, and but my favorite part was it was like some uh, it was like some '80s rap video because it was like 20 black people and 20 white people and they were all like laughing and bowling and hugging yeah. each other and some of them were gay and some of them were straight and yeah. it was just like this melting pot of it was like this PC bowling party. Yeah, it was really weird. And then there was you and me. Yeah, <laughs> and a couple other sweaty dudes. Yeah, are you talking about just in our group? Or? In, our, in our group. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Get one of those, uh, like, squeezy balls. I, think I kid. I don't know what I love. Oh, yeah. I, I don't love. I really don't. <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> he had his kids at the Gym City show. He has kids? Uh, three of them. Wow. Yeah. Just thought he had the dog. <laughs> no, he only loves the dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hates the kids, apparently. <laughs> Could be on our own, but together. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's uh, possible. Walking down that lonely road we've ever known. Uh, like a drifter, I was born to we walk alone. Were born we were born to walk to be, alone. To walk alone, yeah. Hey, how can we walk alone? Because uh, uh, we're gay. Syntax error. <laughs> or that. Gay yeah. syntax error. Yeah. yeah, it's all the same. Yeah. So, this is Gunner Trash, episode... 28? Uh, I think you might be right. I think it's 28. Yes, yes it is. Mm. Had to uh, search the, the data files into my head. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Audio seems really low. I'm hating this. Mm. Uh, but mm. I'm not going to restart because uh, that was kind of a, an awesome opening so far. No. Is that the best? That's the best we can do, unfortunately, probably. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> no. We are... We don't, our, our idea of awesome is... Uh, we don't hope for home runs. We hope for a bloop down the first baseline. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. We just hope for Bill, Muck, Bill Buckner to, <laughs> you know, let it, let it go through his legs. Right. Uh, I was watching some baseball earlier today. Yeah? Yeah. Cubs? Uh, Cubs and the Reds at the same time. Different different games. Different games. Yeah. Because <laughs> they played a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I went over to my parents' house, because today is Mother's Day. Mm, happy Mother's Day to you. Yes, and to you as well. All right. Uh, you actually have kids, though, I don't. I have, so. well, pets. Well, a dog and a cat. That's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Um, ah, now we're too loud. Mm. Motherfucker. Anyway. This is a volume nightmare. It is. It seriously is. Uh, but yeah, I went over and, uh... My dad was sitting in the kitchen, watching the little kitchen TV, but positioned 
so that he could see the living room TV. Ooh, okay, nice. Uh, the <laughs> little kitchen TV had the Cubs game, and the big living room TV had the Reds game. Okay. See, I thought it was going to be like the kitchen TV, he was watching, you know, like some religious programming, and then, you know, the, the living room TV was like, you know, the sporting event, the equivalent of like in high school when you have like a... Uh, Doom Patrol comic in your science book, you know. Nah. I thought that's he was like cheating and like pretending as if he was watching some quality programming. Um, neither of my parents would ever allow religious programming. That <laughs> right. that's, that's probably good. Yeah. Uh, so no, yeah, he uh, and also you know the fact that I, uh, you know, preambled this whole conversation by saying I watched. Two baseball games at the same mm-hmm. time. Right. Yeah, that should have given you the hint of where I was really leading with this. <laughs> well, you know, I, that required me to pay attention. And, uh, apparently <laughs> so. I'm sorry to put so much pressure yeah. on you. Uh, it's, not, it's just not my bag, really. <laughs> Paying attention. I'm a tired dude. Yeah, well. <laughs> you do have a, a fully active and... and uh, Busy social life, so... Oh, not really. Uh, according to your calendar, you know. I, I, My calendar's crazy. <laughs> wow. And my calendar's full of names and times. Yes. Uh, but anyway, as I was saying, uh, I was over at my parents. My dad was watching the Cubs game in the kitchen and the Reds game in the living room. Right. Uh, because apparently, Time Warner Cable... Uh... <laughs> Gets WGN, the Cubs channel, the Cubs channel, uh, but uh, does not. But when you switch to the channel using the digital high definition cable box, uh, it says channel is unavailable. Huh. But on the kitchen TV, which is just uh, regular standard cable, uh, it gets it. See the pesky technology. Yeah, Back technology again. Yep. They said this has been this way for weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so that's how I watched two baseball games. Uh, nice. Uh, who was winning? Cubs. Won. Uh, Cubs won their game, nice. uh, four to two against uh, the Brewers. That's great. Uh, the Reds lost in overtime, uh, eight to seven to St. Louis. Oh, that's pretty good. That's yeah. a good game, though. Yeah. Uh, bottom of the ninth, two outs. Uh, Reds tied it up seven seven. Ooh, exciting. Yeah, and then the uh, Cardinals. I think I would have ran and got another order of nachos if I would have been at that game. Yeah. You know, because of the excitement. <clears throat> right. I, I don't think you would have had time to get the nachos and eat them because uh, it only lasted that, that one. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they, that's why they need the guy going around all the time, not just like twice a game. Right. They need right. all. Like, I well, you know, it, it's a big stadium and that guy has a lot of people to catch well, up to. Well, that's true. Well, they need more guys. That's all. <laughs> I like. I remember. I went to Ozfest years ago. I'm sorry. And, well, it was a free ticket. Okay. And uh, and still I, sorry. I went with uh, one of my friends and my girlfriend and her sister. And I remember I was like, "You guys want some pizza or something?" And uh, they were like, "Sure, yeah, go go get us a couple slices of pizza." And I was like, "All right." And it was between bands. Yeah. And I I get up and I go get in line to order the pizza and Primus starts playing. I can hear him faintly in the background, like yeah. a mile away. And uh, by the time I get my pizza and get back to them, Primus is done with their set. <laughs> and I was like, this is bullshit. We need a guy going around selling pizza slices. Yeah. So, 
Ozzy, I know you're listening. Make it happen. Yeah. Uh, does Ozfest even happen? I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so as well. Um, but even if it did, and even if I had another free ticket, I probably wouldn't go. Right. Because it was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I've I've sort of decided that I just I'm never going to go to another big concert. Uh, I don't like the big ones either. Yeah. Hank the Third's coming to Kentucky in a couple months. Uh, I don't consider that a big concert. It's bigger than like when we go see Blackwell fight, right? Yeah, because there's like you, me, and Pat, and, and the band, and, and the band, yeah, <laughs> the sound guy too, and, and the sound guy, and uh, the waitress, the bartender, yeah, yeah. the waitress is there. <laughs> she always shows up. Yeah, the person at the door collecting. Oh, uh, right, right. The money. If that's usually the same as the waitress. Uh, it's true. That's true. Or the sound guy. Or the sound guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the, also is also only if it's not a free show. Which yeah. they, they do quite a bit of free shows. Because they do it for the kids. Yeah, exactly. They are the Us. kids. We are the kids. We're all the kids. Yeah. The kids are all right. <laughs> They're doing it for the kids, but we're showing up. Yeah. Because none of the kids will. Right. The kids have better things to do. Well, the kids are asleep. Yeah, or playing their iPods or, or whatever. Right, or listening to better music. Oh. Oh. Oh, my gosh. No, I love Black Wolf. I you know, they're awesome. They announced that their last show, that their CD is almost done, and they're going to... I think originally it was going to be a double CD because they recorded a lot of music, but I think they're going to release them separately now. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, double CD, first time out from... Kind of pretentious? Kind of pretentious already from a kind of pretentious band. Right, right. Yeah. In a good way. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. they're great. Right. Uh, I think they're awesome. They, they've got I, a lot of skill and talent. I, I know what you mean. There's but, a little yeah. pretense there. They're, I mean, they're an instrumental, fusion-y, jazzy, mm-hmm. rock whatever. The guitarist doesn't wear shoes. Mm, that's right. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, They've incorporated keyboard in the last set, at least. Well, didn't, uh, like, uh, when, when Pat, is Pat still in the band or is Pat not in the band? I think he's an honorary member. He's like, he's like whenever, uh, whenever he feels like showing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like that lost Allman brother or like that kiss drummer that shows up for a couple, uh, like, right. reunion shows or something. Okay, yeah. yeah. Not Peter Chris. No, the other one. Eric Carr? No, he's dead. Uh, Singer. Eric Singer. No, he's the drummer. What? That's what we say. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> oh, Singer is the drummer. We're, we're like doing a who's oh, on first thing. okay, I get what you am I'm an idiot. I'm not paying I attention. Get, I didn't get the joke. Mm. Oh, yeah, a joke. That's what it was. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not just being dumb. Yeah. Uh. I would uh, safely say, except for when we're, we're reviewing something, uh, like 99% of everything we say is a joke. Mm. For for anyone listening who doesn't get it. Okay. Which I'm, I'm hoping that the people who listen get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like Pat, when like, he listens to last episode where I called him a cocksucker and a faggot. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. He'll hopefully know that I'm just joking. He'll he'll be drinking his chai tea and he'll laugh so hard he'll snore out of his nose. Right. <laughs> Spit tip. <laughs> I hope so. All over his computer monitor. Exactly. And then he'll sue us because we'll have to buy the new mm. He can just take it to the Mac Depot and have it fixed. Uh, where, where it'll be recycled and he'll buy a new one. Right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and of course they'll charge him, you know, $100 just to take a look at it. And, and they'll be snippy. And then tell him that, uh, well, it's broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'll be very snippy. Yep. Because Mac people are cocks. What? Uh, I, I just know that one dude at the Mac Depot 
is the first man I've wanted to bitch slap in like 15 years. Yeah. So. And uh, yeah, I've I've been to your work. There's quite a lot of uh, people who come in and out of there that are uh, deserve a bitch slap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so for for you to say that he's the first one that you wanted to do in like 15 years, yeah, uh, you know, that's that's pretty bad. My tolerance level is high for yeah bitch slappies. Yeah, I've yeah again uh, I've been to your work and uh, uh, there are a lot of uh, annoying people who come in. Uh, and stay till eight thirty. And stay till eight thirty. Even though we close at eight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of them, but you know, I'm I'm not there buying anything. You right. can kick me out at any yeah, time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like at least I'm not buying anything. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we were talking about something. Um Cubs, baseball, Mother's Day. Uh, Black Wolf Fight, CDs, music, uh, cocksuckers, uh, bit slapping, Max, Pat, listeners, jokes, uh, Kiss, singers, drummers. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was somewhere in there. I think you covered our whole our whole uh, set. Yeah, and you should just put that on the previous list. <laughs> Well, you know how we do this show. There's usually a previously a fake clips of us uh, not really talking about anything. Mm-hmm. And there's a uh, our theme song, and that leads into us having a rambling conversation where we'll eventually talk about something. Right. Uh, and then there'll be a musical interlude that uh, you know we're probably not allowed to play, but then uh, we'll mm-hmm. come back and wrap it up and uh, announce what the next show is going to be about. And then there'll be a, a, an outro theme with. Uh, uh, a girl telling you how to get a hold of us. Oh, wow, yeah. That's that's our show. You kind of nailed it down there. I totally did. <laughs> wow. Well, it's almost <laughs> like if, as if you've listened to before. Uh, almost. Mm-hmm. I haven't. But right. it's, it's almost right. like it. It would yeah. appear to the listener in that way. That's the trickery of the internet. Mm, it's powerful. It is I'm just glad it's not in the hands of evildoers. Oh, they have the internet. Oh, what is this? Unternet? Unternet, yeah. This is like a German, like, uh, Romulan kind of thing? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I've been, uh, I've been rereading, uh, Final Crisis, uh, like all the way through in one shot. Uh-huh. Well, obviously not one shot because I'm only in the middle of this stuff. Not finished yet. Right. right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, according to Grant Morrison, the, the, the secret society of supervillains, uh, have their own internet called the Unternet. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they have their own MySpace and Facebook? Uh, they might, I'm right. sure, you know. Wow. Because uh, the superheroes, once uh, Darkseid took over uh, the internet and all the uh, uh, broadcasting, broadcasting frequencies, uh, the superheroes hacked into the internet oh, wow. in order to communicate with each other. Nice. Yeah. I'd love to see what goes on on, on their, like... Auction sites like right. eBay. eBay, Evil Bay, Evil Bay. Right. <laughs> it's just like a like katana with Daredevil's blood on it. Forty nine ninety five. Open bid. Uh, hardly ever meets the reserve though. It's, yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, they always yeah. you know just snipe in there in the last minute and steal yeah. them. And you know, wonder you know, like what Lex Luthor is twittering about. Oh, yeah. you know, uh, Facebook. You know, who's uh, Who's Bullseye's Facebook friends? The Wrecking Crew's pissed because uh, Observing Man's not their friend. And, right, yeah. yeah. He should be. He's, he's a tool. Not, yeah, he's a tool. Just like, 
<laughs> Funny. <laughs> oh. <sighs> we gotta talk about stuff. Oh, I guess we do, yeah. Uh, let's see, this was, uh, a book. Uh, Wolverine, colon, Logan. <laughs> By Brian K. Vaughn and Eduardo Rizzo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a very, uh, you hardly ever see the three issue miniseries anymore. Yeah, it's usually six or mm-hmm. more. Sometimes four. Uh, very rarely even still. Wolverine Manifest Destiny. <laughs> Spider Man X Men. Um, I've never heard of that first one. So, oh, really? why are you there? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Six is the magic number. So yeah. like sometimes seven. Sometimes eight. Yeah. Occasionally you get a five. Yeah, yeah. Like the uh, scroll kill crew mini right now is five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, hardly ever a three. That's not right. rare. Uh, and you know, uh, I wish there were more three issue series. Yeah, yeah, that was a good good size. Yeah, it's a good size. Yeah, yeah, especially for this because mm-hmm. it wasn't that great. Oh, uh oh! <laughs> I loved it. Wow, this is awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it when you hate it and I love it. Or when I love it and you hate it. Or when I hate it and you love it. Okay, well, let's uh, get this straight right off the bat. I don't hate it. Ah, I don't love it. <laughs> okay, I do love it. No, okay, I I just dislike it. Okay. Yeah, I don't particularly... Yeah, I can't feel strongly enough to hate it, but I certainly did not enjoy reading it. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let's right. get into it. So, yeah, let's do this up. <laughs> All right. Ow. Shirts versus skins. <laughs> I'll be a uh, shirt. All right. Nobody wants to see me in my skin. Nobody wants to see me in my shirt, so that works out perfectly. Exactly. All Just right. ask that uh, 17-year-old girl from the workshop. Hello. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not at all. Uh, real quick, I, uh, just because... Uh, remember, folks, check out uh, www.totallyteencomics.blogspot.com. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good stuff on there. There really is. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I looked at it uh, just the other day. I was showing my roommates, and I was like, man, some of these are really good. Yeah. I'm, some of these are better than 99% of the stuff I've drawn in my life. Yeah. Some <laughs> of it is pretty awesome, and uh, I think... Uh, if uh, the librarian or anyone in charge of the library who uh, you know, hired you to do this uh, somehow links back to, to us here at Gutter Trash or our own personal blogs, uh-huh. uh, wow, they'll be horrified. Yeah, they'll be like, well, well, how did we get hooked up with these Neanderthal potty mouths? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how did they pretend to be cordial in front of young people? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck if I know. Yeah. We just get it all out of the way. And yeah. We show them we we behave ourselves. And we comb our hair to the left, and we do a good job. I did uh, actually uh, before we did that. Uh, I, I like sat in your car and I screamed a bunch of obscenities for like I, five minutes. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the car right over. Yeah. I was then, just uh, as soon as we left, I, I had to do it again just to to get back in the groove. Yeah. <laughs> just to, I love I love how easily you transitioned too from that that version of Eric Earth Eric. Earth 3, Eric, or whatever. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, check it out. I liked it. All right, I didn't, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, 
well, okay. Uh, I think it's safe to say that, uh, uh did I mention that Brian K. Vaughn wrote it? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, just to make sure Brian K. Vaughn wrote the book, Eduardo Rizzo drew it. And I would, I think it's safe to say that you have some sort of, uh, uh, invisible man crush on Brian K. Vaughn. And Edward Rousseau. Uh, right? and Edward yeah. Rousseau, but. I mean, more so in the Vaughn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, Why the Last Man I loved. I, uh, it was, I was lucky enough to not, like, I, the day issue number two came out, there was nothing else for me to buy. And I was like, oh, I'll buy this one. We still have number yeah. one. I, I bought those two, and, like, so I, I hopped on board, you know, like a month after it came out. So I was lucky enough to not hear any hype on Why the Last Man, like not word one, and uh, I loved it. It was such a great series, and uh, kind of turned me on to him. I even read some of his Ultimate X Men's and um, a couple other things he did. I think he did mm-hmm. some. Was it a Batman story, Detective story, or something? Yeah, with uh, Matches Below. Yeah, yeah Matches. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I like the guy. He's a good writer. Solid, solid writer. I. uh... I didn't jump on board on why until I think it was around issue fifteen or so. Mm-hmm. So by this point, I had heard all the hype, right? And I decided, well, what the fuck? I'll buy the first trade and see how that goes. Yeah, and Vertigo trades are generally like ten bucks, so you at know, least the first one, yeah, yeah they so, get you, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, you know, whatever, I'm out in like uh, eight bucks after a discount, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, really, where do you get a, such a good deal? Uh, I go to a comic shop called Mavericks where they have 25% off of all uh, trades oh, and Mavericks novels. That's right. All the time? All the time. Even if you special order them? Even if you special order wow, them. Wow. That's the one to look at at 2312 East Dorothy Lane in the Woodland Plaza, right? That is correct, okay. yes. Yeah, let's go check it out sometime. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so uh, I, I did like the... Well, like I said, I, I heard all the hype. I decided, yeah, I'll buy the first trade. Mm-hmm. And uh totally lived up to the hype. Yeah, cool. Yeah, which is a very rare thing. Yeah, after uh, the hype's out there. Yeah. And so, like, as soon as I read that first trade, almost immediately, I went out and bought the second trade, which was the only other one out at the time. Mm-hmm. And all the issues leading up to wherever the most recent issue was. Okay. And then just started buying them. And kept up with it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I will say I... Totally, totally hated the ending of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've, I've heard that from a few people. I liked it, but uh, I, I can I can see why. It just sort of like right around issue forty or so. It just started really dragging. Like it, it really could have been shortened by like twenty, thirty issues. I, I gotta wonder too. Like at what point in this Vertigo series? Because every Vertigo series is either twelve issues long or seventy. You know? right, right. And I wonder at what point did he go, okay, this is going to be a seven issue series. I'm not getting canceled. Right. You know, was it, you know, had he written a bunch of stuff or did he just kind of have to jump in a direction and go with it? Yeah. I'm wondering if that maybe had something to do with the middle of it. Uh, I don't know. You bring up a good point, though, because, I mean, I remember reading Preacher and right around the same point in time in that series, I just it sort of felt like. Man, this is just really dragging and not really going anywhere, you know. I just mm-hmm. kind of wanted to wrap up, you know. Right. And the same with Transmetropolitan. And I think the only one that didn't do it was The Invisibles. Mm-hmm. But that may also be because it was rebooted like four different times. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was, I think there was like two or three 25 issue series and mm-hmm. then a 12 issue series. Right. Yeah. 
But uh, uh yeah. but but yeah, he's a competent writer, and uh, I you know I'm embarrassed to say I still haven't read. Um, like a year ago, I bought uh, an Eduardo Risso Tales of Terror like horror anthology book, right? And it's fucking amazing. I mean, I've flipped through it a bunch of times. It's like it's like the style of Sin City mixed with some sort of crazy cartoony horror. Yeah, and I love that. I think it's great. Uh, Rizzo, I think safe to say in my top five really? favorite comic okay. artists. Uh, I did read that book you're talking about because mm-hmm. I stole it from your house. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is only fair because I was planning on buying it, but then you bought it and. Uh, you know, so I said, well, fuck that, and I'm just going to take it back. <laughs> no, I'm taking uh, them all back. Yeah. Corey Feldman, 1984. All right. Whatever year Goonies came out. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, no, yeah, I love Eduardo Rizzo, and uh, I loved uh, that, that book, uh, The Tales of Terror. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I didn't love it, but the art was amazing. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of the vibe I get. I flip through it, I'm like, I don't know if I want to read any of these stories, but I'll look at them all day. Uh, they're enjoyable. If uh, you've ever been into any of the... Uh... Horror porn? No. No, not, not horror porn. I don't know why I said it. Well, I just flip through I flip through it, and there's a lot of there's a lot of nudity. Well, that's because what he does. Have yeah. you ever looked at an average issue of 100 bullets? <laughs> I, I've only read the first trade, so I've never read for that. Uh, Eduardo Rizzo draws hot women. That's mm-hmm. kind of one is one of his things. Yeah. yeah, he likes he likes the ladies. He, he likes boobies, oh. and uh, at least if he doesn't like boobies, he draws them well. Uh huh. So you gotta, you gotta go into what you know. Exactly. You gotta play to your strengths. Huh. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not horror porn at all. It, no, it's, no. <clears throat> if you've ever been into like any of the EC horror comics, like Tales from the Crypt mm-hmm. or you know, they're just, like, really short bursts of, like, twisted irony, you know, okay. kind of thing. You know, uh, just... Twilight Zone-ish. Twilight Zone-ish, but, like, gory. Okay. Uh, uh, but, but like, with that weird sort of... Uh, <clears throat> Genesis Clock? No, uh, just... Maybe. But, uh, <laughs> uh, like, uh, like, just a nice, Camp- like, campy? Campy. Campy, campy yeah, is a yeah, good yeah. word, yeah. Like... Crypt Keeper kind of... Yeah, yeah, it's got, like, a, a definite sense of humor about okay. it, but, you know, it's also super gory. Yeah, I can see that. It kind of looks... Kind of sexy and... Right. Yeah, just, just you know... Uh, Everything the kids love. Yeah. Humor, yeah. humor death, and ladies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but all wrapped in, like, you know, this gorgeous art. Mm-hmm. And he is awesome. I love, I love when people have, like, sort of a... What you would call cartoony style. Right. But they mix it with something a little darker... A little dirty. Yeah. Not, not dirty like uh, poop stains, but you know what I mean? Like, just like... Grit. Grit. Yeah. That's the yeah. word. Like, uh, Frank Quietly, I think, is <clears throat> my favorite example of that. Yeah. Um, he's super cartoony, but... Also kinda... in my top five. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I agree with you. That's, I think that's the Wolverine Manifest Destiny right there. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't pay attention to the names. <laughs> it's just like art. Yeah. It's popped up on our screens. <laughs> so, yeah. Good artist, good writer. Yeah. Quality yeah. packaging. Yeah, uh, usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so what didn't you like? You didn't like how short it was, or just no, no. the The length of it, uh, I think, is perfect. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like we said, you know, three shimmy series is. I think that's the perfect length for any sort of short tale, you mm-hmm. know, about any character, especially uh, a mainstream superhero book. Right. 
know, I don't think you need 42 issues to tell one story, you know. Uh, I'm not sure Ed Brubaker's Captain America. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just told me about that yesterday. I've never read his Captain America. But. Yeah, uh, I've bitched on the show about, uh, you know, missing, like, trade paperbacks from that run because Mavericks just wouldn't get them in. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, it was Diamond's fault. Well, okay, whatever. But uh, you know, I swear, I, I purchased my books through Mavericks. Yeah, <laughs> not true. through Diamond. Right. Well, uh, well, there's your first problem. Yeah, and and uh, you know, I can I can look at you and and put your face to my problem uh-huh. and just bitch at you. I'm like the, uh, I'm like the what, what's that the uh, the guy at the desk for the complaint department. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was playing the world's worst game of twenty thousand dollar pyramid right there. Wow. Uh, uh, we got uh, desk. Got 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 the desk. <laughs> hey, we're not doing very good on either side here. So. Okay. Uh, we need Betty White. Mm, we all need some Betty White. Yeah. Which reminds me of uh, Dean White, the colorist of this book. Huh? Ironic that the colorist's last name is White. I think he did an amazing job. It looks like it's painted. Yeah. Um. Is it Dean White? Is I don't it? know, but uh, it's Betty White. That's weird. Wow. No, it is Dean White. <laughs> no, <laughs> no uh, I'm gonna say first off, like I love the arts in this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, like I said, Eduardo Rizzo's top five. Um, the art in this was always going to be amazing, no matter what I think of the book. <clears throat> and the coloring, I think, really complemented it well. And I know that they came out with a black and white variation of mm-hmm. this book, and like, ideally, that's the one I would have liked to have bought. Right. But uh, yeah, it, I think that's so cool that they did that too. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. they realized that his his strength. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, they wanted it to sell, so they made a color version. Right. Right. So, uh, so I think, uh, despite the fact that you know I would have preferred the black and white, the the color version. Uh, is also pretty damn amazing. Yeah. Uh, just based on the colors alone. It's got a nice watercolor feel to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like all the backgrounds are yeah. so. Yeah. It, I mean, it really looks like he, he did paint this thing. Yeah. And I'm glad also, because, uh, yeah, I'm also a big fan of, uh, 100 Bullets. And that, that, you know, for 100 issues, you know, is mostly what I've seen Eduardo Rizzo do. Right. And so I'm kind of glad that they didn't uh, just ape whatever coloring style that was used in that book. Did they do, like, a kind of monochromatic thing? Or? Uh, not monochromatic, but uh, very flat tones. Uh, okay. Like, there's no shading, hardly ever, anyway. Just, like, blue or red, and that's it? Yeah, like, you know, skin tone, or skin tone is just, you know, this is flesh color. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's it. There's okay. no... Gradation. Shades, right, right. There's no highlights or shadows or anything like that. You know, it's just flat. Hmm. I went to the dentist once and there was no highlights and I was pissed. But at least he had a toy chest. It's a terrible joke and I should kick you. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, but, but, uh. Okay, I, I like the story because I really like the whole. Like, it reminds me of, there's an X-Men comic I had when I was a kid where, I think Wolverine was getting married. I haven't read it since I was a kid. Uh, so Mariko Yoshida? Uh, possibly. That could have been the, the one. It, on the cover, there's, like, the invitation with a knife through it. Yeah. 170-something. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, but, did you know Paul Smith? Oh, yeah, Paul Smith. Wow, nice. But it, I remember liking that because, you know, I was like, 
I love Wolverine when I was a kid. He was my favorite character. Oh, yeah. Everybody's, probably, Most when they're kids. Yeah. And, uh, and it was cool to see this other side of him where, you know, he's all, like, he's with a lady. Yeah. And this, this sort of reminded me of that story a lot. And, uh, that's, that's one of the reasons I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. When it has that, like, flashback thing where he's with the Asuko, I think her name is. In Japan, uh, I don't know. you're holding the book right now. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it. I think, yeah, it's, I think it's Asuka, 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 something like that. It's a Japanese broad. It's a Japanese broad. Big titties. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, I I like that because you know usually I mean Wolverine's in like eight titles a month now, including like right. Avengers and X Force and everything, and I don't read much of those because you know it just looks fucking boring. Right. Well, but, I'd say most of them are. Yeah. Okay. But this one was, I thought it was cool. It, it has, like, the violent side of Wolverine and then the the ladies' man, James Bond, kind of, yeah. you know, yin and yang of Wolverine. Alright. I, um, alright, I mean, uh, I don't think it's any secret that uh, I, too, was a huge Wolverine fan when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Chris Claremont, Frank Miller Wolverine series was probably one of my all-time favorite comics for the longest time growing up. All right. Um, and so the fact that this still is, like, not directly, but in a way recalling some of that, uh, I think lessens it in my mind. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> lessons, lessons what? The, the, the impact of this particular story. Oh, okay. Um, there's also other things about Wolverine that, uh, I've just really grown to dislike over the years. His haircut, mostly? Uh, mostly his haircut. Yeah. Um, Don't like the haircut either. But, uh, also, uh, <sighs> all right. Every time there's a new Wolverine miniseries that comes out, or a new Wolverine storyline. That, you mean Wednesday? <clears throat> yeah. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, every plot of every Wolverine story is essentially, Logan faces uh, an old enemy long forgotten. All right. And this will impact the rest of his life. His past is coming out. Right. And uh, an old friend of mine and I used to joke all the time that, you know, man, it would be awesome if there would be a Wolverine story where he meets a villain he's never met before. <laughs> all right. This issue, Wolverine meets someone new. And learns about his past. Yeah, no. No, yeah, no, 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 no learning about no. the past. Well, that's how it, that's how it would go, though. That's how it would go, yeah. and he would know that the guy would be from, like, 50 years ago, mm-hmm. who's also amazingly well-preserved, uh, much like him. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just, this book seems more, like, more of the same bullshit that we get with Wolverine, no matter what. It just happens to have two high-profile names attached to it. Because mm-hmm. um, mm. it is, uh, it's about Wolverine's past. It's about an enemy who comes back from the past, mm-hmm. who fucked up his life in the past, right? Because Wolverine now remembers everything about his past. But but at least it's not like I. It was pretty 
cleanly tied up, though. It wasn't like one of those, what does this mean for Wolverine? You know, his past is... Like, it kind of, like... Yeah, but uh, it's... And I shouldn't have said he's a ladies' man, because, I mean, clearly he's awkward around the lady, but, I mean, you know, it's got his, like, romantic entanglement. So right. That's what I meant. So. Oh, he's a ladies' man now, because... Because of the movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got that cash. Uh, as much as I like the first two X-Men movies, mm-hmm. uh, they really fucked up Wolverine even more, mm-hmm. because now, all of a sudden, Marvel decided that, well, forget about the fact that Wolverine used to be five foot three, covered in hair... And, you know, a crass motherfucker. Because now he's six foot tall and he's got a big cock. <laughs> and the ladies love him. Exactly. And. <laughs> so. Do you think this helps humanize him and give him a specific character instead of that whole. No. That whole weird uh, government agent programmed soap opera kind of thing? No, because Chris Claremont did it 30 years ago. <laughs> Back when he was good, as we've already discussed in the previous episode. And but I like how it has the uh, it has the whole like love thing. Like even it even starts out with him talking about he can heal from all these past battles, but the women in his life is re- what's really scared him. Right. And uh, and it ends with this sort of like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind moment where you know he's about to die and and you know, he's he's you know. He sees the spirit of his deceased lover, and she tells him, uh, you know, he can... Uh... Way to go, spoilers. <laughs> you so, flipped right to the last fucking page of the book. Oh, there's one more page. There's one more page. I mean, granted, there's no words. But I'll get to that one, too. Don't worry. Describe it in detail. But, but, I mean, she basically says, you know, you know, you can come back without the memories of Hiroshima and how horrible, you know... The tragedy was there, but you you'll forget about me, and uh, and he, you know, he he in my mind it doesn't really say it's kind of ambiguous, but I I think I think he remembers because on the last page you sort of see the flag you know and the the, the sunlight yeah so I'm thinking I'm thinking he chooses to remember yeah and again uh, Chris Claremont did this kind of thing 30 years ago and uh, with less uh, or with more subtlety. Ooh. Which is, wow. uh, you know. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Claremont subtlety? Exactly. I've never heard those This two is what I'm saying. <laughs> See, there was a point in time Chris Claremont had some ability. Wow. And, uh, here Brian K. Vaughn just slaps you in the fucking face with it. Now he just shows up in our one horse town and signs autographs for fans of Wizard Magazine. Sorry. I was bitter. Uh, who are you talking about? Chris Claremont. Okay, I was talking about Brian K. Vaughn here. Oh. That uh, Brian K. Vaughn, uh, what does he write? Who's that guy? I quit. <laughs> talking anymore. <laughs> Done. Brian K. Vaughn. Okay, I'm with you. Brian K. Vaughn, you like that guy. He's no Chris Claremont, though. That's what I'm saying. Do you agree? Oh. <laughs> uh, you know what I also like about this story? Is uh, this one part here, how he kind of writerly uh, ties it all together. He's talking about the uh, the bomb I'm dropping in Hiroshima. This is, again, like the whole war and love thing. Um, he sees the, the bomb falling, and he says it, it looks like a teardrop falling from the sky. And, like, at the very end, uh, you know, spoiler again, uh, when he wakes up from his fever dream, he gets this, like, one 
drip of water from a like melting ice on this tree, and it wakes him up when it hits his head, and that's when he's remembering, uh, you know, obviously his his lover. I would I would say. <laughs> you wake. Uh, test test one two. Oh, that was weird. Uh, Couldn't keep it going anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I just like the whole yin yang of it. I mean, I agree. It's not. It's not a brand new thing. It's just. It's pointless. Uh, it's pointless, and the fact that it's all set around Hiroshima mm-hmm. and Wolverine's at Ground Zero when the atomic bomb drops. Right. Do we really need that in anything? That was a little much. I, I mean, <laughs> I think it. I think it worked nice to tie the story together. The, the whole uh, thematically for the story, it works. But just, uh, I mean, if we're really gonna take this as, uh, and I hate to to pull the continuity card on here, but mm. you know, if we're gonna count this as something significant that happened to Wolverine, uh, you know, where he lost his virginity and. Uh, <laughs> and just happened to be at the site of one of the most uh, atrocious acts in humankind. <laughs> well, that's gotta, that's gotta, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, why? Okay. Wolverine. I, we've, we've both talked about this in the past. Uh, uh, Wolverine is a better character when he doesn't remember a goddamn thing about himself uh, when everything pre-Hulk 181 is just a mystery. Mm, okay. You yeah. know? I agreed. Yeah. And so ever since that point, it's like, oh, let's shoehorn Wolverine into every historical significant event. Mm-hmm. And here's how it went. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And, and of course, you know the the whole Wolverine origins thing uh, puts him back like you know 150 years or whatever. So that just gives us like this huge span of time, right? To just shoehorn him in everywhere, mm-hmm. and I think it's fucking ridiculous. And I think it's even more fucking ridiculous when you know in, in this situation where. He's there at one of the most significant mm-hmm. events ever. There'll probably be a mini series where uh, uh, Peter Milligan writes him, and he's like painting the smile on the Mona Lisa while Leonardo da Vinci is getting a sandwich or something. Yeah, it's that kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. That... I don't know why he chose Peter Milligan. He's a fine writer. <laughs> well, so is uh, Brian K. Vaughan. So is Brian K. Vaughan. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with that part of it. I, uh, mostly, I would, I'm just bitching because every time you you try to make a bullshit joke about comic books, it's you Peter pull Milligan. Peter Milligan. Yeah, he's he's my uh, whipping boy. Why? Because he's fallen so far. Oh, I loved, I loved, I loved his stuff in the '90s. Loved it. He's good done stuff. a lot of good stuff in this decade too. Ecstatics. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Human Target. I've never read Human Target. You should. Yeah. It's good. Is it the one... Did Marcus Martin draw that? Uh, he may have done something with it. Mm. Javier Peluto, who is very similar. Mm. Uh, I think he did a lot of uh, Human Target stuff. 
Hmm. Okay. I'll check it out. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd rather seem, I, I mean, you know, that, I think the part of the character that works is the mystery. Yeah. And, and the fastball special. That's really well, cool. That too. too. Yeah. But, uh. And the smoking cigarettes and getting drunk. Drinking beer. Drinking yeah. tons of beer and then being sober an hour yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's awesome. That's why the kids love him. He's got the claws. Got the claws. Oh, he fucks shit up, goes snicked. Yeah. Bub. Come on. Bub. Who calls people Bub anymore? Canadians. Yeah. Canadians from the 1850s. Because that's where he's from. They should have him uh, murder Jack the Ripper. Uh, in a See? Yeah. Fight Jack the Ripper. Oh, yeah. wow. Tracking him down. He's in England. This mm. is right around the time when he'd be, you know, abroad. Right. You know, not... He was a lady? That's what I was about to say. <laughs> but, uh, that was in the 30s. <laughs> okay. Yeah, before Prohibition. Yeah. Right, right. Before during, the war, when he turned back during, into a man. Yeah. Right. Right. And, you know, of course, he was there, significantly involved with Captain America. And, you know, uh, fucked with Black Widow when she was, like, three years old. And, you know, yeah, Wolverine's everywhere. Oh, wow. He's, he's got a checkered past, it, I know. to say the least. There's so many good stories we could tell about him <laughs> in the past. Yeah. <laughs> when he was on the... Uh, like, about the time when he was there at the atomic bomb dropping. Oh, that was a good one. And when he came over in the Santa Maria. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> when he discovered America? Yeah. <laughs> Wolverine discovers America. Twelve issue miniseries <laughs> coming this summer. Uh, when, when they raise the flag, when they plant the flag on the moon, it says "snicked." Because Wolverine was there. <laughs> he was there. No, you got that wrong. Oh, yeah. It's when uh, Neil Armstrong gets out of the capsule and steps foot onto the moon's surface. Wolverine's already there. Yeah. With a beer. It's like, what took you about so long, bub? Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Because, uh... I love it. And then they had to come back to Earth and uh, fake it so that they wouldn't get Wolverine. Get, get him out of the shot. shot. Yeah. 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 Some green screen stuff. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. Because I, I like stories with superheroes and love stories. I think it's a great combination. I do when they're done well. And oh, when they're not the same as every other story that's been out for 30 years. Homage? Uh, homage, maybe? Homage. Just poor. Mm. Uh, just, I mean, yeah, especially when you listen to our Chris Claremont episode, you know, me spouting out the words like subtlety and, and yeah. stuff like that, you know, storytelling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, I mean... I think we can both safely say that Wolverine is Chris Claremont's baby. Mm-hmm. Without Claremont, there would be no Wolverine that we knew and loved as a kid. Right. And that everyone else who touched the character fucked him up. Because <laughs> when, cause when you really think about it, Claremont hardly ever touched on Wolverine's past. Mm-hmm. Like, right. he, he never really... Like, he would hint to things like, okay, well... He knew someone in the past, or, you know, he, he's obviously been to Japan before. Just enough to keep you interested, to give it a little mystery. Right, and uh, and then, even though I kind of like uh, the Weapon X story by Barry Windsor Smith. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was pretty much the beginning of the end. Because mm-hmm. it was like at that point that everyone said, well, fuck it. 
let's uh, tell stories about Wolverine fighting Nazis. Yeah. You know, let's... Uh, See, I can't remember. I mean, I, I know I've read, a, I'd say, most, if not all, of the Claremont yeah. run of X-Men. I can't remember if he ever really did much of that, like, specifically past stories. Not specific. No? no. Okay. Like, he, he would just sort of hint at it, and when the hints were there, it was just sort of like a... You know, well, easily whatever is being referred to could have happened 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, not 115 years ago. Right. You know, I mean, not, not ridiculous past. Right. You know, but just like, you know, like 10 years ago I was in high school, so I did some stuff. You know, and I may allude to that here and now. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Not like, well, I was alive back in 1843 and... I built the White House, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure is historically inaccurate. It was it was 1843, 1844, right in there. Okay, in right. the summer. Sweet, yeah. right. awesome. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. But yeah, it, and, and, and this is just another one of those stories that mm. it's just pointlessly in Wolverine's past, revealing more of his. I don't, origins than we should ever need to see. I wouldn't mind that as long as, you know, it's like they just keep it in this and that's it. Like, if if that becomes, like, just another piece of his convoluted history and they add it into the continuity, then that'd be bad. But I, if it was just, like, the one Wolverine story I read this year and I don't read another one for six more years and right. and they never referred to any of this, I'd be fine with that. That'd be... I don't see any problem with all... with putting him in a, a past situation as long as... As long as they don't all just add up to one horrible, confusing whole character. But it will. Because that's what the fanboys do. Yeah. And, I mean, this is the first Wolverine story I've read, and fuck knows. I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't even remember the last time I read a Wolverine story. Mm -hmm. Like, I've read them in X-Men comics. Right. uh, Like when Grant Morrison and Joss Whedon were writing them, but those weren't Wolverine stories. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did read Origins whenever that came out, mm-hmm. 2001, 2002. Yeah, it's, so, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that's six years ago, mm-hmm. at least. Uh, I haven't read a, a solo Wolverine story since then. I can't say in the future that I will at right. this point, but, yeah, you know, as, as this standalone three-issue... Wolverine story, uh, it, uh, it it's just disappointing. Mm-hmm. It was just more of the same crap that Marvel's yeah. been trying to feed us for for years for no <laughs> real reason other than look at us, we're crazy. I thought it was good. It kind of reminded me of those. What are those Kurosawa movies like? The kind of Lone Wolf and Cub kind of feel to them, like a Lone Wolf and Cub. Oh, yeah. No, 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 there was a... Uh, oh, I forget. There's a couple old uh, Kurosawa movies where it's just like some traveling guy and he's sort of, um, you know, sort of a samurai. Rashomon. And... Oh, it wasn't that one. But, okay. but, uh, but it kind of has that feel. And I, I like that with Wolverine. Like, you know, he works good in a team of X-Men, you know, because he's like so different from the rest of them. But every once in a while, I kind of like just to... A Wolverine in Japan story, and I, you know, I didn't mind the whole his, history of it. Like, it is, it is kind of goofy that you know he was there when the bomb dropped. I mean, it's just, 
such a coincidence or whatever, but... Ridiculous bullshit. Yeah, or ridiculous <laughs> bullshit. But I enjoyed it as just like a <clears throat> like a filler story that, you know, hopefully... Well, at least in my mind, it won't connect to anything else because I... Like you said, I probably won't read another Wolverine story for years. Right. I, it's just, I just... I gotta go back to the Claremont Frank Miller thing. And that was a great Wolverine story in Japan and also just happened to take place... At that current point in time, yeah, yeah. yeah, didn't have to reveal anything about his past. See, that would have been better. That would have been better. But I think, I think he really wanted to have that bomb drop in thing, so he had to sort of put uh, it put it in there. Yeah, I'm sure. And uh, another thing that disappointed me is that in the back of the trade, there's a like uh, he's got the script to the first issue, and mm-hmm. he's got like the plot outline for the entire series, and he's got this sort of manifesto mm-hmm. uh, about how he wants. He wants this book to be, you know, considered part of the sort of evergreen Wolverine stories like the Claremont Miller series or Weapon X or something like that. He was, you know, that was his goal with the oh, series. Okay. I didn't read the, the yeah, back stuff. Uh, I didn't, that's pretty much the only part I read because mm. I'm not going to read a script. That's retarded. Yeah, I don't want to read a comic book script. Yeah, if I'm... I'm not going to be drawn it anytime soon. Ed Warner already did the work. Yeah, he, I? yeah he, he did okay. He, he did all right, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think there's anything I can do to improve on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, reading that, just and also even the, the plot outline, though, uh, sounded a lot better than what was actually pulled off. Mm-hmm. So I, it, I think that added to the disappointment. Yeah, okay. that, you know, seeing potential in there and seeing what Bond wanted to achieve, but just missed it. He just fell a little short, you think? Yeah. Well, he was probably too busy writing on everything else that night. Uh, well, he only writes Ex Machina anymore. And Lost, doesn't he? Well, I don't care about that shit. Fucking <coughs> Lost, who gives it a rat's ass? So this, when did this Not even out? Lost fans like Lost anymore. What? Was this, uh... Last year? Was it last year again? It's fairly recent. Uh, well, it looks really cool. Yeah. I I still like the story, but I see what you mean. I, I hope it doesn't just, you know, f- just further the uh, clogging up of the character of Wolverine. Mm-hmm. But it probably will. Well, on the bright side, uh, you know, leading to, to what you're talking about, uh, Brian K. Vaughn wrote it, and Eduardo Russo drew it. Mm-hmm. So it probably means that 90% of all Wolverine fans never read this. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, this art's weird. This guy can't even draw. Yeah. Uh, it's got, like, Wolverine making out with chicks. Whatever. If, if more superhero comics had art that I that I consider as sweet as this is, I would read a lot more superhero comics. I read too many superhero comics, but uh, if I didn't, I'd agree. Mm. <clears throat> I, I do think that there needs to be a lot more variety in superhero comics and, uh, and Eduardo Rizzo. Uh, certainly lends to that, and it would be awesome to see more like that. Shit the fuck, yeah. But, no, we just get the Bad Cubert Brothers. Oh, man. And everyone like them. <laughs> J. Scott Campbell and other crappy, crappy people. I like I like Ace. Uh, Ace. You're a, a terrible, terrible person with bad taste, as we've discovered in this episode since you like this book. I only like two Cubers, though. Joe and the Atari game. That's it. I'm nodding. 
I like that uh, play-by-play. Yeah, Audio play-by-play. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah, I got a pee. All right. Sounds like a good deal. See ya. Well, we'll be back after this. Thanks. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongue liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news. My head's been wet with the midnight dew. I've been down on bended knee, talking to the man from Galilee. He spoke to me with a voice so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of angels' feet. He called my name and my heart stood still. When he said, John, go do my will. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Well, you may throw your rock. Hide your hand Working in the dark against your fellow man But as sure as God made black and white What's done in the dark will be brought to the light You can run on for a long time Run on for a long time Run on for a long time Sooner or later gotta cut you down Sooner or later gotta cut you down Go tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut you down Tell him that God's gonna cut you down Tell him that God's gonna cut you down All right now Won't you listen? (laughs) Some Sabbath? Oh yeah Welcome back Yeah, thank you, welcome to you Uh, You know, uh 55 minutes later, I don't think we introduced ourselves. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, fuck it. Yeah, they should know by now. Uh, yeah, of course, the new listeners completely lost, but uh, just remember, <laughs> I'm the asshole. I'm the douchebag. <laughs> yeah, we go. I, I, do, I, I was thinking, I think you completely crushed my will on this one, because at the very beginning, I was like, I loved it, and now I'm just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> I won! Yeah. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, I wanted to mention this. I just, I thought it was, I, we have a retraction from last week's episode. Do we? Uh, well, well, at least I do. I, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I infer that the audience, is the listener, is... Uh, Paying attention? Or, or, or that they picked up something that maybe I didn't mean to put up. I, I was... When we watched Southland Tales... I called Pat a faggot. No, 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 that's right. That's right. Okay. That's no, fine. that's fine. That's okay. not it. 
No, no. When I, we watched Southland Tales and the guy, the guy that was from The Princess Bread. Yeah. How he, he says something. There's some line. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he uh, says preposterous. preposterous. He says inconceivable. Yeah, and in the movie, and I was thinking about that on the way home. I was like, wait a minute. In Princess Bread, he says inconceivable. Yeah. And I, and I was thinking that he actually said the same line in the movie. I did too. Okay, you did too. Yeah. Okay. And I was, I was fully behind that, and you're right to find out later that it was not. Yeah. You're right. We we owe the people an apology for yeah. that. <laughs> That's so weird. Why, why do we think that? I mean, I've seen that movie 20 times, I'm sure. Princess I think Bread. because the way he said it in Southland Tales was just like he yeah. said it in uh, Plus Princess Bride. It's kind of a goofy word. Yeah. They're both they, goofy they words. They kind of mean the same thing. He's like, preposterous. Yeah. And you're like, preposterous, yeah. inconceivable. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Maybe. What would Andre the Giant tell us? Oh, if only he were still alive. If only. Well, we gotta do with Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Alright, so I got you to hate the book, and uh, we were idiots about Southland Tales. Uh-huh. Uh, Anything else is exciting? Uh, yes. Really? Oh my god, I've been sitting on this story for five days now. Really? Okay. What's oh this? man. Ah. <laughs> Is this a neighbor story? No, no. They've actually been behaving somehow. Really? Congratulations uh, to the neighbors. Oh yeah, I still hope they get kicked out. I hate them a lot. Um, I saw a pimp yesterday going upstairs, so. Really? Anyway, yeah. Picking up his bitches, or just... I don't know. Just making a lot of noise and really pissing me off. Mm. And I left like 20 minutes later, that's, and I that's kind of That's kind of standard pimp behavior. I hate them. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, not my neighbors, but did happen here uh, in this localized area. Ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah, Thursday, uh, went to Mavericks. Picked up some comics, uh, avoided a creepy guy, mm-hmm. uh, picked up some food, came back to my apartment. So I was coming down the other way, so where I would have to make a left turn into my parking lot. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> at the intersection on Patterson and Norton, uh, there was a cop car stopped in the middle of it, and a cop was standing outside of it. <clears throat> and I said, well, that's weird, mm-hmm. as I'm trying to pull into my driveway. There is a woman uh, laying down on the devil strip. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the little grassy thing between the sidewalk and the street. Yes. Okay. Uh, of course. Well, I know that. Of course. I'm from Ohio. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this cop is... Standing in the middle of the street with his car, basically blocking a lane of traffic in okay. the middle of the intersection. Uh, and he is talking to this woman laying down on the grass. So, uh, like, I pull in, I was like, well, this is weird. I park my car, I get out, and I'm thinking, you know, why the fuck would I go sit in my house when this is happening right outside? <laughs> yeah. You're like, I've got Barney Miller in DVD, but this could be slightly more entertaining. Right. <laughs> so, I, uh, I sit down on the steps in front of my apartment, and I'm just watching. I can't really hear what's going on, but the cop is talking to this woman. Uh, occasionally he, like, laughs. And I'm like, well, that's odd, you know? Yeah. 
It's a good sign. Yeah. So about a couple minutes later, second cop car pulls in and uh, uh, parks like in that uh, side of the parking lot, like in front of the dentist's office. Okay. Um, and he gets out of the car, and so now there's two cops standing and talking to this woman laying on the grass. <laughs> And occasionally, both of the cops just kind of laugh, and they just kind of look at each other and just like, crazy! <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this is just so bizarre. And then a third cop pulls up <laughs> next to the second cop car. Guy gets out. And this time, they have now formed sort of a triangle around this woman. Uh-huh. Cop number two... Starts picking up the woman's stuff. She's got a bag from Dots, which is the grocery store across the street. Uh-huh. And she's got, like, a knapsack. He starts going through the knapsack, and he pulls out a giant bottle of vodka, in which he unscrews the cap and then dumps it out onto the grass. Nice. <laughs> On the devil strip? <clears throat> On the devil strip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and closes the bottle back up, puts it back in the bag. Uh, goes through, like, her grocery bag and, like, pulls some items out and puts that in the knapsack. Uh, uh, the woman has now fully splayed out on the grass on her back. Like, before she was just sort of laying down, but, like, leaning on one side. Oh, okay. Now she's completely flat on her back. Uh, <laughs> having watched her vodka pour it out. Right. The third cop, cop number three... Uh, gets behind her, lifts her up by the arms, throws her on the back of his squad car, and cuffs her. (laughs) Seems like a drastic change of emotional... The cops are still laughing. Oh, okay. Okay, good. (laughs) I was hoping somebody was still having a good time. Oh, yeah. Uh, the woman kind of falls... From her position, bent over the back of the car. Uh, <laughs> so the third cop is, like, scrambling to try to get her back up. Uh, cop number two is, like, buckling her knapsack back up and just watching and laughing. And cop number one is kind of supporting cop three, but not really doing anything yet. Uh, cop three then opens up uh, the back door to his squad car and, like, does the whole, like, pushes her head down to get her in the back seat. Oh, yeah. Uh, she falls completely again. On the pavement? Yeah. And then he stands up and all three cops are just like, <laughs> crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, oh my god. So cop number one goes around to the passenger side of cop number three's car and opens the back door, leans in, and reaches for the woman while cop three um, slides her in. Slides her in. (laughs) (laughs) So they get her in there. She's screaming by this point. Uh, They're still just laughing it up. Close the doors. Uh, cop number two puts the knapsack in cop three's passenger side. And then... <laughs> uh, and then the three cops kind of talk for a while, and 
They're just kind of shaking their heads, and, like, I think I see one of them, like, sort of, like, grab, like, the bridge of his nose, you know, and, like, you know, close his eyes and just shake his head, you know, and just, like, in, in disbelief so over she's, whatever's she's, happened. She's probably trash, right? Oh, most likely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this is probably, what, 6 p.m.? Oh, uh, that's 7 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, fine, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little early to be trashed. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> So, cop three gets in the car and drives off. Uh, cop two and cop one sort of like stand and talk to each other for a few minutes. Um, cop one goes back to his car, which is still in the middle of the intersection of mm-hmm. Patterson. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, why is that? <laughs> I don't know. Huh. Uh, and like he, he stops like traffic so that he can get into his car. Uh, that, that's some power. I'd love to have that. Yeah. And then he drives off. Cop 2 gets in his car and drives to the exit of my parking lot and then just like sits there for 10, 15 minutes. And then eventually drives off. Doing the paperwork. I guess, yeah. <laughs> so I'm the, sitting there like this whole time thinking, this is like watching an episode of Cops when they have like one of the funny things happening. Yeah. But like I can't tell what's funny about it. Just, but the cops obviously yeah. think it's hilarious. <laughs> It's like watching it in Blu-ray, too, because you were there. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> wow. And, like, I had just gotten a burrito, so I was, like, eating my burrito yeah. and watching this all happen in front of my uh, house. And... Dinner in the movie. Yeah. So I wonder I wonder if, if you would have approached the cop and, like, talked to him. Do they hate that, or would they love telling that story? Oh, I don't know, because, like, I thought about it. All right. Like, when I pulled in, I was like, man. I kind of want to go talk to that guy and say, hey, what's going on? Man? Yeah, like, especially after they got her in the car. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wonder if you walked up and, like, if they'd be like, oh, man, <laughs> listen to this, buddy. Or if they'd be like, oh, carry on, say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird situation. Yeah. Because I would have loved to have found out right. what the hell happened. Like, oh. like how, because, I mean, just, like, glancing on the scene, like, as it was, as I first got there, it was just like, this woman is just lying on the grass and this cop has basically stopped and blocked traffic. All right. You know, how did this happen? Yeah, she was, I'm guessing she was stumbling in the middle of the road. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's, fell in the middle of the road? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, do not know. Wow. And, like, some of her groceries is actually, like, still sitting out there. Like, there was a loaf of bread. and Really? Yeah. <laughs> don't eat the bread. <laughs> well, can we feed it to the ducks or something? Uh, if there were ducks here, sure. There's some ducks behind my work. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> felt good to talk. About That's that awesome. So she was a younger lady, older lady? Oh, she probably like 60. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was picturing some 30-year-old lady with, you know, like a jean jacket. and. No, she was like 60 wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt with like really? some sort of crazy <laughs> slogan written on it. That's she didn't have better. any teeth. And... That's even better. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, well, maybe, maybe that's why they were enjoying it so much that, like, this, this senior citizen is drunk at, um, you know, before Wheel of Fortune comes on. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Actually, in the middle of Wheel of Fortune. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Good times. That's me in 40 years after my sex change operation. Yeah. Just going to be drunk in front of your apartment in the middle of the day. Nice. Waiting to do the podcast. (laughs) 
So not too much different from yeah, now. Yeah. that you've had the sex change. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a go. <laughs> Post up. Oh. Oh. All right. Good story. Any cool things you got going on? Mm, nothing. Nothing. Nothing okay. cool. Okay. Uh, I'm full of. We got a big uh, bowling tournament coming up. Oh yeah, we got a, tomorrow night. Yeah, not Ma- tomorrow. Yeah. Tuesday. Tis. Oh, it is Sunday. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Tuesday. Wow. Okay. Cool. cool. I have a whole other day to prepare. Prepare. Okay, warm up. <laughs> do some uh, squat thrusts. And uh-huh. Some some uh, uh, other weightlifting terms I, I can't think of at the moment because I'm uh, incredibly lazy, lazy and unathletic. Hey, you bowl. I bowl. That's an athlete. Uh, I, I, I we have the, the lightest uh, ball that I can find. Right. We sell bowling cards in my work, like okay. like baseball cards only. Bowlers. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And there's autographed ones you can get. If you're lucky. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Do, um, 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 is there, uh, like variant cards with, like, uh, a piece of the bowling pin? Ooh, that'd be cool. Or, like, because like there are, like, baseball cards with, like, a, a sliver of the bat. Oh, yeah. There's some ridiculous ones of Pete. The pitcher's mound, there's some dirt inside of some cards. Yeah, or like a piece of the base. Or the seat. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or a jersey, mm-hmm. which is actually less ridiculous than any of the other yeah. things we've I think that's so where Yeah, I think that's where it started. It started with and that, then, yeah. And now they're like, when they tear down stadiums, they put like pieces of the seats and the, the floor. They yeah. took a piece of a basketball court they took down, they put floor cards. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't, I don't think there's any of that. I think there's autographs, but there's no like piece of the lane or like his right. bowling shoe. That'd be cool. Yeah. Piece, of, piece of the shoe. You know, we've, uh, I, you have been doing this bowling net thing uh, longer than I've uh, been joining in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I've been joining you for about a month and a half by now. Um, I have started seriously thinking about buying my own pair of bowling shoes mm-hmm. and, and maybe like a brace for my wrist because uh, I have really bad carpal tunnel. Right. Um, so I priced bowling shoes the other day. Really? The cheapest I could find was about 30 bucks. Really? Yeah. And the most expensive one I found was like $250. <laughs> they like rhinestones? And- no. Apparently, uh, real bowlers, not us, mm-hmm. uh, depending on like what hand they use to bowl with, uh, they favor like a foot or Ooh. something like that. And so they have special shoes... In which, like, one shoe will have, like, no tread, and the other shoe will have tread. Wow. So that they can slide and control the slide. That's amazing. Uh, so there are shoes like that, and there are shoes where, like, you can basically swap out the left for the right. Really? Yeah. And the like the soles. Right. That's amazing. Yeah, and those are, like, your, your $150, $200 shoes. Uh, thirty bucks one, or like the ones that we wear at the bowling. Basically, well, they kind of they they just look like standard tennis shoes, really, mm-hmm. which which is kind of awesome. They don't have that multicolored shiny. All right, somebody's you know giving me some sort of disease through the sh- shoe, which has happened to me. That's that's the only bowling accoutrement I want to buy is the shoes, and yeah. it's not it's not so I can have my own, or it's because I don't want to get foot fungus again. Right, right. I got it once for bowling. Pat, who has been with us the past two weeks, has not worn socks. Brave man. 
Holy Christ. And, and he doesn't mean to. He shows up without his socks and... How do you do that? Yeah, how do you... How do, hold it out. How, yeah. How, how do you mean to not wear socks mm. here? Uh, it's like showing up for your skydiving lesson and, you know... You, uh, you plum forgot my parachute. I don't really need that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've got a date with the biggest whore on the island. I forgot my condoms. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just going to do it anyway. <laughs> He's he's either really brave or an idiot. I could not say that. I did. Oh, he's brave. And you agreed, <laughs> but I, you're not denying him. I, I I would I would never. <laughs> no, I, I would never. But without socks, that's what I would never do. But uh, I would never. Do. <laughs> Man, like, every time I I go, I like I try to make sure that I'm wearing like the thickest socks I oh, own. Sometimes I've worn two pairs of socks yeah. after that whole. Because I mean, it's gross. I mean, I've I've showered with, uh, you know, ladies. I've uh, I've uh, not bathed for a week at a time. I've done all kinds of things where you know there's a possibility of getting foot fungus, you know. But bowling, showering with ladies will give you foot fungus. Well, the kind of ladies I'm with. Hello, oh. but uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so gross. I mean, I went 30 years without getting athlete's foot until I I bowled once, and uh. It is so nasty. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I had to wash my feet like twice a day and put this weird cream on it. I kept having to buy the cream. I went to Kroger. It's in these tiny little tubes uh, at our local grocery. Like a gram. Yeah. It's like enough to squirt between two of your toes. But they had them on sale for a dollar, and I could use them for like a day or two, and then the tube was gone. Yeah. And I kept going back and going back, and I ended up buying like four or five of these tubes, and uh. And then I went back to get one more last tube because I there's there's still a little yellowy yeah. the feet kind of gross, yeah. uh, and and they had raised the price by like three dollars a tube. Holy I think, Christ! I know it was a dollar, and then all of a sudden it's four dollars, and I was Jesus. like, it's like they they're on to me. They like we, they get them hooked, you know. <laughs> it's like that old that old game. Yeah, um, you should have bought ten of them in like one shot. Well, I was like, yeah. eh, maybe it'll one clear up after a day. Yeah. I, I thought you know like eh, I'll just glaze them on and. Yeah, when you take penicillin, you usually have to take the whole bottle before you know, you're safe. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. That's true. You get a day of antifungal cream, ain't got to cut it. I know. I, <clears throat> I guess I was hoping it was some powerful shit. Well, I understand. But, but yeah, I might get some bowling shoes. Or, you know, I was thinking also, I might just get a pair at the thrift store. Which, you know, you would think like, well, that's not going to help your problem. But, right. but I was thinking about just cutting the bottoms off of them. And, like, attaching them to a pair of regular gym shoes. Would that be cool? Would that work? If, I guess, if you can sew that well. I can Uh, sew. Are you a cobbler? I can sew, but... Can you cobble? Is that a pie thing? I don't know what that means. That's a shoe thing. Oh. Oh, no. Like Geppetto from Pinocchio? Uh, more like those old Warner Brother cartoons, or like the... Old shoemaker would go to sleep, and the little goblins would come out and make his shoes for him. Okay. And save his business. Okay. That's what I'm I, I can't. To. I can't cobble then. No, yeah. I can sew, but only, only like maybe just uh, in my pants. save up thirty bucks and buy a pair. Yeah. I'll have to do this. Uh, I'll have to do this thing that you speak of. Or maybe you know, one of these days we can actually get to the bowling alley before they close the pro shop and uh, just check out what they've got in there. Oh, they sell them there, right? Yeah, that makes sense. But every time we've gone there. Have closed we far are, before we're there. We're night owls. Oh yes, we are. We live under the moonlight. That we do. 
I am really a night owl. I hate the day. Any kind of daylight sunshine I'm, I'm against. I know about both. I like the both. I, yeah. I wish I could never sleep. I wish that if I could have a superpower, it would be that. Well, okay, I'll, I'll admit that uh, I'm all right with the daytime, but just afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before noon, I really don't want to deal with anything. Mm-hmm. But sadly, I have a real job. You're up way before noon. Yeah, I'm up before dawn. You're up in like five hours from now, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell what time it is. It was only like 11 when, I, when we took our break. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but anyway, so let's go ahead and wrap this fucker up. Yes. I got nothing. I never have any. So, uh, next pick is a movie, and it's my pick. Yeah. All right. I was originally going to pick Star Trek, uh, which just came out this past weekend. But we nerded out and saw it already. Yep. Uh, And for the record, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Good times. Um, My second pick, uh, once again... Uh, not available in this area. I was going to pick Anvil, the story of Anvil. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, apparently it opened in Cincinnati and Columbus this past weekend. Mm. But I don't really feel like taking a trip to either of those places just to see a movie for the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that does look good. Yeah. So I just relied on my old trusty Netflix queue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what it's there for. Yes, it is. The movie I'm picking is... I'm probably going to get the name wrong. Well, to ensure that I, I get it right at least somewhat closely, I'll, I'll give the two names that I think it might be. Okay. Uh, it's either The Long Goodbye or The Long Good Night. It's not that Sam Jackson, Gina Davis thing. Though. No, that is The Long Kissed Good Night. Oh, or okay. Yeah. Last Kissed Good Night or something like that. Mm. The Long Good Night or yeah. The Long Goodbye or something. Right. Okay. Uh, it's uh, from the 70s. Uh, it's got Elliot Gould as uh, Philip Marlowe, the uh, famous literary detective. Oh, okay. Crime noir kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. That's that's an interesting pick. Yeah. yeah. So uh, hopefully whenever my next batch of Netflix movies come in, that'll be a moment. Sweet. I'm excited. Uh, all right. Yeah. So long kiss or not. Fuck you. <laughs> Asshole. So you can just edit out whichever one's wrong. And post. Yeah. And post. Uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> We're no, watching so, a movie. Huh? We're just watching a movie. We're watching a movie, and it's either called The Long Goodbye or The Long Good Night. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll most likely have the right title by the time we review it. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. I, I do know that Elliot Gould's in it, and that's pretty much all we need. That's all you need to know. Okay. All right. So let's uh, take off. Watch some Barney Miller. I'll watch some Barney Miller with you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it since I was probably 11, 10-ish, yeah. 10-ish. Yeah. Uh, I watched some yesterday, so uh, yeah, I don't have a similar story. Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. 
Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.